Hey, this is Michael and Sherry with a Happily Married Podcast. We wanted to share this podcast with our audience because there's a lot of podcasts out there that you can listen to. There's, there's no shortage of podcasts that talk about various types of relationships. And we wanted to share with our audience the things we've learned. We've mm -hmm. been married 33 years, going on 34 in August. Yep, in August. And we've learned quite a bit over that time frame mm -hmm. that what we've considered to cause us to be happy and what we also call a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. So that's really the, the purpose of this podcast. And so let's start in a little bit about us. So Sherry, you want to start? Well, I am the oldest of four children. I have two brothers and one sister. So that's a family of origin, isn't it? Mm hmm Okay. And uh, I have both of my parents. They're both living. Uh, great people. Loving people. Um, in my years of watching them, I had desire to be married also. So I graduated. I wanted to make sure, first of all, I graduated from high school. Yeah, Had some important. relationships there. Went okay, but no, no, no successful candidate that I would that I would consider marriage. Because I wasn't there yet. That's why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that would, that had a biblical background, so right. to speak. Right. And I prayed, and I had a list of things that I was looking for in a in a mate. I was looking for a person that was first of all artistic, looking for someone who was educated and had a good work ethic and uh, a family man you know there's there's a long list of things so I, I wouldn't say long but somewhat long maybe in my mind you know it's just certain things that I wanted to see that was quality in the relationship mm -hmm. so did a lot of praying mm -hmm. and in September I believe the end of September actually met Mike through a family friend who had been telling me about him introduced us yeah, it was kind of a, a semi-blind date mm -hmm. and uh it was a, it, i wouldn't say the first initial conversation was you know like you know the angels were singing in the background <laughs> like that married at first sight <laughs> yeah they couldn't have had a reality show for us right no no, no, it wasn't no at all. i wasn't sure how old he was <laughs> he thought i was older or something i'm not sure but right Initially, I said, okay, we'll check. We just basically was in the checking out stages. Mm -hmm. You want to go from there? You want to share well, your part? Well, yeah, I mean, because you actually covered a, a few topics. One, we talked about, you started with um, family of origin. So my family of origin is I came from a small family. It was just my bro an older brother and I and my mom because my dad died when I was a young kid. So I didn't have what you call the nuclear family. We had a parent, a uh, father and a mother. Mm -hmm. And in today's society, that's probably more the norm than the exception versus when I was growing up, that was more the exception than the rule. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, with us being African-American, you haven't told, can't tell it by at this point, you know, that was the growing um, state of, of, of America where there were less and less black fathers in the home mm -hmm. so anyway um and also you covered that you had some measure of expectations or things you were looking for in your prince charming or 
whatever term they use today, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But there were certain things that were on your list that mm-hmm. when I when I came along to make sure I was checking, you know, hitting all those points, mm-hmm. you know. And most people do that. And when you're in a relationship, there are certain expectations you have that okay, does this woman have the checklist? And so when I came through, obviously at the time we met, I was in college. Um, yeah, actually it was my second year going into college. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a year older than you, than Sherry, for mm-hmm. those of you know. Mm-hmm. And so like you said, you were just getting out. Um, I didn't have a real long checklist. I just kind of knew from a profile standpoint what you would look like to a point. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I didn't really have my own long checklist, except I did want someone that did have a moral compass, that they had faith, not just any kind of faith, but really faith in God, mm-hmm. particularly. I know in today's society, you know, there's a whole question about truth. There's a lot of people who are, I'm going to say anti-God. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what we found. That's one of our key foundation that has helped us be successful because mm-hmm. we believe in something bigger than the both of us. Right. We believe in established truth that has been here for eons of time. You know, not just something that's, you know, within the last 10 years, 20 years. No, we're talking about the thousands of years of truth that works. And not only does it work in America, but it works around the world in different societies. And those are the kind of principles we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, too, let's, you know, when we were, I'm going to say, I, I called it a semi-blind date. Um, yeah, it was quick. You know, it was like, okay, here you go. It wasn't that. You know, I'm dating us a little bit in that, you know, mm-hmm. there wasn't Tinder. There wasn't, we couldn't swipe right. There wasn't Instagram. It wasn't eHarmony. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. You know, I couldn't. It was just the newspapers back then. Yeah, I couldn't check your page out <laughs> and see what you was about. Right. <laughs> you know, right. you couldn't check mine. Nope. So, you know, we did something that is really novel. We we talked in person, mm-hmm. you know, on, the, on mm-hmm. the phone. We didn't text. We did. You know, there was no which, texting. Which I think this, and I, and I don't mean to sound old, but I, there is just such an invaluable quality that comes from the verbal talking. Not the emojis, not just texting, mm-hmm. not just on Instagram, because that's a whole image. But now I got a chance to really meet you. Right. And so, I mean, and then, you know, we dated long enough to get to know one another um, spent a lot of time on the phone because, I mean, I was a busy, I was working plus going to school. Right. So I had one roommate ask me, he said, you must be a machine because humans need more sleep than you. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I, people who got, you know, they call it the grind today. And, and you know, if you're mm-hmm. grinding, you do know sometimes sleep. I've heard people even say, and I agree with it, it says, you know, when they're dead, they'll sleep. Mm-hmm. That's a little late. <laughs> it know? is late. Because your quality of life is messed up. Mm-hmm. All right. But anyway, what else you want to talk about us? Um. Talk about what you do. What have you done? What's what's your background as far as your education, your skills, your interests, your, you know, talk about that. You mean that how, you know, you're somewhat financially happy and secure? Oh, <laughs> see, I see, 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 that is not what I'm talking about. Okay, I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll say it for you. Well, okay. the only thing I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, how does that weigh in with our audience? Know the kind they of get to know who we are. Okay, well, okay. I mean, I'm currently a uh, IT consultant, you know, working in uh, that kind of field. And when you say IT and information technology, that's such a broad field. 
that if I help narrow it down for people in and to data mining and working with visualizations, that's probably the extent that I really need yeah, to go that's, into. That's, that's as far as you need to go. Yeah. And you are a happy, well, successful homemaker. Is that what we want to call it? Home executive. Home executive. Yeah, because early on when we were moving into the the decision to have kids and to start raising a family, we made a decision that for our home and to, to best be there for the kids that you were going to stay home mm-hmm. and help raise and really focus on the kids so they didn't feel like latchkey. Mm-hmm. Now, that's no slam on anybody who can't do that no, situation. No, But at that same time, we made a, a decision that we had friends that, I mean, both people were working and they mm-hmm. still had kids and they, mm-hmm. they were doing all that. But we, we decided that there was a certain standard of living that we were going to live in Mm-hmm. So we could have one income and raise our son mm-hmm. so you could have that investment in his life. Right. Now, that doesn't mean you didn't do stuff off and on. You had some jobs in between there and different things and focus groups. And, you know, so there was ways to bring an income. Mm-hmm. So any more you want to talk about on that? Uh, no, we need to go back farther. Okay. He's not saying my husband is a outstanding artist. Oh, right. When right. I met him. He was going to school for business, and I watched him doodle on a uh, paper towel or napkin or something of a rose, and he drew it with no effort. And I'm like, what are you doing? I gave that to you, too. Why are you going to school for business when <laughs> this piece of pa- this piece of paper is something that I can't even fathom just drawing a rose like that? So well, I didn't want to be a starving artist. You know, it's this thing about eating and, mm-hmm. and taking care of your bills. <laughs> so... He so. went to school. He did go to school for graphic arts. No, art education. Art education. I'm sorry. But he was he is a graphic artist. He does that in his own right. He uh, is a musician. Uh, he gave me a picture of himself. He was had a bass in his hand looking like the time. I know people probably say, who in the world <sighs> is the time? Go back to him. Who is the time? <laughs> it, was a, it was a really beautiful, it was a you handsome. You go back there. Handsome, handsome picture of him playing the bass. They do. Okay. Who is Mike Barnes? And it's going to be people that are going to say, I know who that guy is. Yeah, they do. They do. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, very attractive young man. Still attractive now, even as an older man. So, since since we're going back that far, who had the Jerry curl over there? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I do not. Jerry I, don't, I don't have a problem with having a Jerry Curl. You had a Jerry Curl. See, I I, I know, that. I know, I know. You right. know, Jeez. head of hair, no hair. Okay, see, 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 see. <laughs> yeah, so couples, you see, after 33 years of marriage, you know, we can joke with each other and still be happy, <laughs> especially, right. especially being with, with uh, you know, the, the whole pandemic where mm-hmm. we're spending mm-hmm. on like seven days a week. Right. You know, because I'm right. working from home most days. Mm-hmm. You know. But so that'll be a topic. Wonderful, wonderful relationship we have with mm-hmm. one another. Right. Our dating, our fellowshipping, our meeting, you know, meeting each other's family members and mm-hmm. friends. Uh, had one friend, he's no longer here, but he was a very instrumental oh, yeah. in our dating and relationship. Mm-hmm. We miss him. We miss him very much. But. He was very instrumental in Mike's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, like I was a, gr- a group of three of them that they hung out together and they talked. And I'm quite sure it's probably more than that, but 
three great guys that right. were just you know good friends with Mike, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been really really good. So right. So you know, it, as you were talking, it, and it reminded me of another topic where if you've got a young couple who are just in this process of dating and getting to know each other, if you haven't figured it out yet, you will very soon that when you move to a place of marriage, you're not just marrying that person, you're marrying their parents, their sibling, their extended family. So that's something you can't overlook. Mm-hmm. You know, So if you don't get along with the family now before you get married, you might not want to get married. Right, that's really important. I did yeah. had mentioned that to our son. You know, he's now 19. I did mention to him when he was, I said, when you date someone, please date someone that will like the both of us. I don't want somebody that's going to be nasty and, Mm -hmm. you know, self-centered and only on you. It's like, no, they get to know you. They get to know us also. So he has had a few relationships that have been that way. So I, I feel like that's important. Right. And plus, he's still young enough. I mean, at this age, they're still experimenting, trying to find people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I know uh, one other thing we heard somebody say is don't have a baby by somebody you don't like. Right. <laughs> so exactly. make sure you like that person. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, for those of you out there, you've already had a baby and, you know, you don't like their parent. That's something you got to work through. And hopefully through this podcast, we can give some principles and help them walk through those things so they mm-hmm. can really be intentional about making a uh, a better relationship, you know. There's um, you know, we're periodically going to refer back to scripture because there are principles there. But there's one that says, "As much as lies within you, be at peace be with at people." Peace. Yes. So what that means is, even if that other person isn't trying to be peaceful, if I'm giving as much concerted effort to be at peace with them, mm-hmm. I'm doing the best I can. Now, if it's to the point where you, you just can't get peace. At least your mind and your conscience is clear. Your heart's clear. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, not even taking in your body the physical, you know, impact of stress mm-hmm. and unforgiveness and just, you know. And so you really can get to the point where, say, it's Thanksgiving. And, you know, as they always talk about the, the weird Uncle Tim's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or, or Aunt, you know. That, that was it. And I'm trying not to keep giving names. But there's a certain commercial that comes on. Where these people say, hey, we have a great house, but we have an ant problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't want to be in the ant problem. Right, right. <laughs> or it could be a grandma problem uh-huh, or whatever uh-huh. it is. <laughs> yes, yes. So you're, you're, you all that are listening get to know who we are. You know, uh, I am a, I believe in my own thoughts that I'm a, a, a wonderful person. Uh, I'm you not are. boasting, but I was taught my mom, my mother, being the wonderful person that she is, taught me about becoming a a wife and a mother. And I believe that, you know, at least 33 years of marriage, I have been a great wife to serve my husband, mm-hmm. to take care of him, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to give him what he needs, to give me what he, what I need. Mm-hmm. It's just it works hand in hand. It's a it's 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 a team. It's a team mm-hmm. of two right now. Mm-hmm. You know. So would and you say you have a high level of satisfaction? I do. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you can hear, my husband is a comedian. He is a comedian. 
get some <laughs> pissed behind this mic. Well, well see, thing I'll leave that up to to the audience to uh-huh, interpret what uh-huh. they mean. Because satisfaction could be like, hey, you know, I go to work every day. You know, you're not worried about you know the roof over your head, <laughs> among but other things. We this is our third home, and each home that we've lived in, I have no qualms. The first one was quite small, but it was a beginner home. Yeah, it was just the two of us, yeah. The second home was yeah. a little bit bigger. You know, this one's a little bit more bigger, but yeah. overall, you know, it's satisfied. Good yeah. And, you know, and so, you know, all kidding aside, you know, as your husband, um, you know, Proverbs talks about that, that Proverbs 31 woman. Some people will understand what that is. It almost feels like that woman's out of reach, but I would say for you as your husband, I say you have endeavored to be that, and I have no worries about who you are, where you're going. I know you've got my back. I know that you mm-hmm. have really intent on keeping harmony in the home, mm-hmm. and that's very valuable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you look at some of the personality scores, you score really high on keeping harmony, and it took us understanding that over the years to see that that are certain things that, that are valuable. I want to say it's like... The word I'm kind of looking for is not necessarily driving you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's just that thing that that's because that score is so high for you that you really want harmony in the home. Right. And it's good because, you know, when you know, I was still out of the home working, going every day, I didn't I didn't have to worry about, OK, what am I coming home to? What kind mm-hmm. of drama is going to be here? Right. Do I need to, you know, take an extra hour <laughs> before I came home, <laughs> you know, go somewhere? <laughs> You know, and then that's not to say, you know, we mm-hmm. haven't had our challenges over the years, you know, raising a kid, you know, there's, there's just things. Right. So I, I say, I do want to say, hey, I appreciate that and I love you and thank you for that. I appreciate you and love you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I mean, just say love, you know. Yes. And be yes. verbal about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one other thing. Um, seems like we're all kind of place here, but I think it's helpful. Um, going back to the family of origin. Mm-hmm. Because you grew up in what, again, going back to what commonly current um, called the nuclear family, you guys communicated a whole lot better than I did growing mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. whereas I didn't have that kind of environment, and you were the one that taught me how to communicate mm-hmm, better, mm-hmm. you know, where <laughs> you remember that you worked on me to say, you can say love, mm-hmm. you can say you love <laughs> And it took me a while because I was saying, like, if I say I love you, you better know I believe it. And at that, and early on, I wasn't sure if I did because I didn't really understand what it in that whole full romantic love where you're going to commit yourself to somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I knew what relationships were and you were in and out. But if I didn't, if I was done with a relationship, I was gone. Wow. But I, but again, that was high school. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. um, so you taught me how to communicate. You know, and you would always say, hey, I love you. And I'd be like, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something like, me too. Me too, right. Me too. Right. It took a while. It did. And that's okay. It is okay. You know. Right. I, you know, I can say I was I was the first person to actually say I love you to Mike. You did. And it took him a few minutes before we got off the phone. I said, well, before we get off, I hopefully he will say I love you. And he did. But you got to remember from a dating thing. You know, for guys, sometimes that love word is that four letter word is hard because it means more to you as a female than it does to, to a guy. 
And a lot of times, you know, if, if a guy's not ready to settle down and you say love, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm hearing wedding bells already. I'm hearing mm-hmm. that, okay, mm-hmm. you want a key to my place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you mm-hmm. want to start moving in and take over my closet. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> and some guys, maybe not. You know, each person's different. I don't want to make a wholesale statement, but sometimes that's what it's like. The one thing I did not bring up to the audience is that Mike asked me on the first date, the first physical we went out date, to marry him. Technically, I didn't ask you. I just he said, you're the person that I'm going to marry. And I'm like, who says this on the first date? Uh, I'm not sure. That's because I knew. I'm, I'm like, we, we just met. I'm already nervous on the way to the place that we weren't supposed to be going to because I gave him directions to the wrong spot. And we're like, oh, man, we told my dad we was going to a certain place, and here we are across town going the wrong direction. But <laughs> anyway. you got to give the audience background on that. Well, first of all, we talked on the phone for almost three months. Right. So it wasn't like a blind date, then we went out immediately, and then I said that. So, I mean, we had some time. You know, where you shared and I got a chance to know you better. So mm-hmm. I knew by that, by the date time, yeah. Now, you're from Cincinnati, native born. Mm-hmm. I'm from Cleveland. And can we say, you know, the Cavaliers won three to one. Mm-hmm. We got a rock and roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> we got a nice football team. Mm-hmm. Unlike, uh, we're currently, for those of you not in Cincinnati, we're in Cincinnati. I'm not going to slam the, the Bengals right now because they get plenty of slamming. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's... We had time built up, so by the time I said that, and technically I didn't ask you then, I just kind of made the statement that I knew you were probably going to be my wife. More than likely, you was going to nah, be my wife. Nah, he said, you're, you're going to be, be my wife. You're <laughs> the person that you look like. The and Lord showed me yeah. you were the person. I'm like, whoa. Right. I was completely thrown off guard when he said that. She couldn't get out the car quick enough, but do. we were on 275, so you couldn't. <laughs> you didn't bring that up until we got, I think, to the restaurant. No, we were driving in the car. I remember because traffic was stopped. We were trying to go east. When we end up, when we were trying to go west. We ended up going east because, again, I didn't, still didn't know the city that well. I mm-hmm. was in school. And I remember because there was traffic stopped. They were working on construction. So as we're driving, I made that statement. And it was like, mm. you couldn't get far enough and close enough to the door. Mm, 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 and I'm like, mm. If you jump out, you're gonna be hurt. Because mm, mm, mm. <laughs> we're say that to me, I'm gonna fall out, hurt myself. Then he's gonna jump out because oh, you was like, I was not gonna jump out. Man, if, if people could see, you were hugging the door. <laughs> anyway, we're we're digressing here. Yes. they don't want to hear all this. No. But anyway, so for right. him to say, right, you know, to say the four little word of love, then it who was, says on wild. the first date? I'm going, you're the person I'm going to marry. And then I've got that to think about for however long and wonder, really, is this the guy I'm going to marry? Yeah, but see, we dated, again, almost three years. I'm talking about when I first, when we first actually went out and saw each other. I know, I, I know. know. So you're saying that, but I mean, I'm but saying. They, uh, but, yeah, even though I said that, that gave, you know, you had every opportunity to, you can say, like, man, I'm about to cut this relationship off. We ain't going any farther. You could have said that. You could have done that, you know. I could have done that, you know, yes. It could have been like I was trying to call you. It's like, okay, she ain't calling me back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you always busy. You got something else to do. Mm-hmm. And that would have sent a clue mm-hmm. to me. Like, okay, wait a minute. Oh, that she's done. Case. I know. Now, what we another piece that we're leaving out is that we had a, a wonderful friend, guys, a minister of the, of, of the gospel, came to the church and told 
in front of the whole entire church, which basically is my family and friends, and Mike is there, he had become a member of the church, and told us that the things that we were thinking, the things that I had said, the thoughts that I had had, and just nailed it on the on the knob. I was completely embarrassed, and he basically told us that we were the, the couple that was supposed to marry each other. At that point, it sealed it like, okay, so this is supposed to happen, then okay, let's move forward with this. You know, that's basically mm-hmm. a confirmation that we didn't have, you know. Yeah, you needed that so you wouldn't make a major mistake in your life and just miss out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Well, we both would have missed out. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, right, right. It would have just been a different life for both of us. But, yeah, you, you, you're correct. And at that point, just for a timeline for folks, I think we were like, a two and a half, maybe a year in, two years, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it really did help. Because, you know, couples, as they go through, they get those those doubts. Is this person really the one? Am I, you know, am I going forward with them? You know, I know the dating scene today is so different. So different. We there. So some of it I kind of feel we're a little dated, but not really because the principles are still the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, principles typically don't change. Situations can. Mm-hmm. Um and those kind of things there. So as we begin to wrap up this first episode, we hope that that helped give you guys some insight. And as we talk about other ones, we're going deeper into other principles that we found and how we dealt with certain things. Mm-hmm. And um, even it'd be good if you all would send us some questions. Questions would be know, great. You know, and then uh, we'll give you some information on how you can contact us. Mm-hmm. And we'll go through the questions. And, you know, those are things we can kind of talk through. Especially, you know, we can share from our, you know, 30-something years mm-hmm. of being together. You know, there's not a whole lot we haven't faced. Right. You know, even even if it wasn't directly us, there's friends and family members that have gone through things. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. we have even just faced those things. Right. So, as we wrap this up, until next time, this is Michael. And Sharon. With the Happily Married Podcast. See you soon.